all of their work and all of their practice across our new collective channels, whether it would be on our website at www.newcollective.com or via our social channels, which are at Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you name it, we're on it. So do check those out, see all the recent works and see all of the work about our feature artists. So welcome, Carl. Carl, how are you doing? I'm good, Eamon, thanks very much. I'm delighted to be here with you to have this conversation. Good, good, good. We are so excited to hear about what it is you do as an artist, essentially, and kind of like how you came to become an artist and all mm. of the ins and outs around that and what influences you and how your work is today and how it has evolved to where it is today. Um, and hopefully we will all know an awful lot more about Karen Beebe <laughs> by the time we're finished. So That's first true. of all, let's go to the beginning. Let's start from the origin of Carol. <laughs> origin there, a little bit of, yes. uh, a, little bit of a, a, dig, a dig in there. But uh, yeah, so if we, yeah, let's, go, let's go back to day one. Carol, what was that thing when you were a kid? Or maybe it was much later. When was it uh, that you, when, when was it that that trigger came? that said, oh, I really like making things, or I really like being a creator, I really like being an artist? Um, well, I suppose if I go right back to, you know, my childhood, my parents have creative backgrounds. My mom studied fashion and design in Dublin. Um, she used to design all, all her own clothes. Um, she was really, really a beautiful sketcher um, and she used to ask me to sit sometimes or if I was just sitting down she would just sketch and do these really fast little portraits of me um, and then we'd sit you know later and we'd look at the drawing and um, you know moments like that I think you know for, I was appreciating drawing back then um, wasn't thinking I want to be an artist but yeah and I suppose that's what I grew up with um, you know I was used to both parents being able to draw. My dad, he um, trained as a printer in Dublin. And like we're talking, you know, years ago. So it was all, it was real old school. So he would have worked on the letterpress. Um, and that's a really slow, methodical way of printing, which it's a beautiful process. Um, and he also had um, a hobby of uh, calligraphy. So at home, He'd sit at the table, take out the fountain pen. He'd clear the space, of course, and he'd make it really nice. And he'd put down a, you know, if it was a book, often we had um, neighbours maybe would come with, you know, a confirmation uh, Bible, or you know, with the books for the confirmation and communion. And they wanted him to do the calligraphy inside to put the name on it. Um, or it could be anything else. But just that whole lovely process that he had of everything being all in its place and clearing the space um, and then getting the, the fountain pen and the ink. Um, and I'd be sitting there quietly watching and then the ink, I just, I've always loved the ink hitting the paper and just that stroke and line and the precision and his concentration and focus 
so at, that was the environment at home when I was a child. So there was those lovely moments of, of loving um, the drawing, the line, um, and just, I suppose, um, beyond that, it was the, I suppose, the atmosphere that it created, a very relaxing atmosphere and a quiet, you know, a quiet kind of, a quiet time in not, our house was not like some sort of quiet place at all, you know, so these little moments were actually very nice. And I think I was really, um, that, that stuck with me because I can see today in my studio when I, the way I lay out my work, it is mirroring very much my father's way of working in the print. I used to go into the, into work with him sometimes and I'd see all the reams of paper stacked up. Blank sheets of paper were just heaven to me, you know, just to see them and to want to touch them and smell them. And then to, you know, and it was inside this big old dirty factory, but you know, all the paper was pristine. Um, so I love that. And uh, also um, thinking about thinking back as well, something that came to mind when when I knew I was going to be talking to you. Um, when I was about, I'd say I was about nine or ten, um, and I was walking down through the houses where we live um, in, you know, in, in our park. We lived in kind of an estate, and most of the windows of the houses had net curtains, and they might have a vase of flowers or Ainsley, something like that. You know, back in the eighties, so that that was kind of the setup of the windows. There was a lot of net curtains, um, and I remember passing a window one evening and it was just no curtains and it was just all white interior and there was like a green plant and I think it might have been a busy Lizzie and it stopped me in my tracks I just was walking past and I, it, it just struck me as something so beautiful and it was only about nine or ten um, and it was so gorgeous that I'd say, you know, a few days later, I decided that I'd pass down again. I just wanted to see it again. You know, I just wanted to see this gorgeous, just, it was a square shaped window, sharp edges, all white, green plant. And you, and it really made the plant stand out. So I guess like back then, you're talking about the, the kind of like the white space, you know, of a gallery, you know? So I've been drawn to that. I don't know why, that is what happened. It stopped me. So and when I look at my drawings today, like um, say, let's say the, the Quiditas of Arbor, the whole point of those is this big sheet of white paper. And then it's just the little dots that go onto it. And it's just that placing it in that white space, you know, for me, that's it's creating this uh, a feeling and an essence of calm and peace. And just something beautiful and it, that's what it is it's it's putting something beautiful into a white space that's intrigued me and I can go right back to that moment when it when I saw that window with the busy Lizzie and it just stopped me in my tracks I wouldn't have connected that until just recently and so you know you make all these connections um and I, I guess like there's something so lovely about and, and as well watching my dad do his calligraphy and my mum doing her drawings there's something about having that white piece of paper in front of you. And it's this space where you get to have, I suppose, a bit of control <laughs> and 
just to put mm -hmm. something in there and nothing else is interfering with it, you know, because in the world and in our homes, everything can be all messy and cluttered and whatever. But I suppose that's where I'm always, I'm always trying to achieve that kind of sense of order, I suppose. And mm -hmm. just, you know, putting something beautiful in there. The same, if you look at the, my bark drawings, the, I think it's Solastasia. With the bark drawings as well, I have them isolated on the page. And it's that thing again of just beholding. The, this is something that I have found that I think is beautiful. And for mm. you to see it, I don't want anything to interfere with it. So I put it into this white space. So yeah, there's a lot of, um, that's, that's I suppose the journey from when I was a child up to now, that connection that has, you know, I've just been looking at. Um, yeah so. it's one it's wonderful that you had such a creative environment to be brought up in uh, and to to have that early insight into the creative process and and the many forms of creative processes and the fact that your both of your parents were um were both very um artistic but in different ways um and that they had mm. many they, they had different avenues of working and i suppose in creativity, um, in the creative arts, there are so many different outlays, so many different outlets that you can express your creativeness. And I suppose you had firsthand influence there as to how that could be from the very beginning, which is very, um, obviously very beneficial to you in your practice <laughs> and uh, today. <laughs> um, so as your influences kind of, I suppose it's, it's great to hear that like you, you've had that from, from day one, really. Um, and and amazing to hear that story about just what you had observed and I suppose you, you, you are an observant person and you can tell mm -hmm. that very clearly from the fact that you were just observing how how you were looking at how your dad worked and and the attention to detail that that he had and and how he just even laid out his space and it, it seems that even within your your current work in your studio you create things with such specificness um, and such detail and all of all of the elements that you include within your work um, seem to have uh, a clear directiveness, something that is um, articulate. You, you've got, you've, you articulate your work very specifically. Would you agree with that? Um, yeah, you know, it's funny to talk about art, especially when I'm talking about my art. Um, as I was saying, like what I put down on a piece of paper is, I suppose that's, that's the, that's the part where I have to control. That's where I can mm -hmm. put things down. Um, you don't often see anything that's, be, you know, beyond that. Um, the process, I suppose, of me making the art um, would be, some. you know, I work outdoors a lot. Mm -hmm. So uh, these drawings, some of the drawings I make outdoors, all right, but uh, a lot of the drawings that I make are indoors. And that's when I have that time where I can just create things again in a nice space and have that control, you know, because when you're outside, you don't have that at all. The word control, I suppose, is something that is immediately you think restriction or you think restrictive. Is that something that you aim to do is to put controls in place? I love, I love clean line and I love detail. And I love planning and I love mm -hmm. all of that. Um, part of the process so there's a lot of that in the process and if that goes wrong then I often go with it as well 
there's a lot of repetition in my work. Um, and that is just something it's, it's, it's I suppose the process, it, it's beyond words really, I can't describe it, but it's like if, first of all, I work outside a lot in nature. I go to places um, that are, that I love to go to, that I feel like when I go there, say to the sea, at the moment I'm doing a lot of drawings uh, that I didn't think I'd end up doing at all, um, but they, it, it's a, where I go swimming. So it's a specific place and when, I, when I'm there, I get in the water, it's freezing or whatever it is, and there's jellyfish and there's seaweed and whatever. Um, but my God, I just love it. Like you get, you get into the water and it's like you're totally renewed and you go through so much because um, I'm not really um, confident in the water, but I get in and I swim and I get out, but I feel great when I get out. And it just absolutely revitalizes me and energizes me. Um, so with all of that, and I just always think when I look at my, I've been doing these drawings then um, with watercolors called Swim, um, and they look really controlled. <laughs> but um, there is more to that. I've put in the, the colors in there. They kind of represent the different, I suppose, feelings that I have. And I can't describe it all like, but. There's so much that goes on when you get into the water um, that, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just going into those places and coming back and it's like, sometimes I call my drawings maps because they are me going into a specific place and mm. I collect information from that place, uh, you know, and it's just, I kind of, uh, you know, a lot of time I go on my own and I just, it, it's really just to have like you know to connect with the nature to remind myself I'm nature you mm. know it's not a, it's a real thing about connecting to and getting away from the busyness of life and the stuff that you think you know you think so, oh, so many things are important and you're stressed out about this and that and I have places that I know I can just go sit there for 15 minutes and already the head stops and you know and I and I have these there are amazing places um I think nature is an absolute powerful powerful thing uh, and we are nature and that's the thing I'm talking about <laughs> we're separate but that's what I remember when I go to those places so there's so much that goes on um and by the end of it by the time I finished you know, just being in a place of nature a lot of the time, because I'm so lucky to live um, very close to a lot of beaches and stuff here down in Cork. Um, so, a lot, so a lot of time, by the time I come home, what I'm carrying with me is a sense of stillness. And, and I suppose that then is what, why the drawings have that essence. And that's what I'm trying to bring into the drawings as well. The think, sense of stillness. Yeah, because yeah. that's something... Personally, I'm always striving to find the stillness within myself mm. and to be able to stop and to rest and just to have the, you know, there's so much goes on. You know, you, I try not to listen to the news so much, but you can't escape it. Um, you know, when I'm on my phone, I'm scrolling, the amount of information that goes in um, mm. and a lot of it, do I need it? No. Um, but then I think I do. <laughs> and then I... You know, and it's just the busyness of just even my own home life, um, 
all of that, like it's so much, but gosh, I go down to the beach, um, I sit there, or I go in for a swim, or I go for a walk in the woods, and I'm reset, I'm back. And that's the moment that I try to capture. And how, so you, you, you sit in your studio, and, mm. or where, where is it that you sit, I suppose? Describe your environment when you're just about to make work. Oh, well, my studio is quite a small room in, in my house. Mm-hmm. So I have my drawing table, which is good size. Um, <laughs> it, it is usually full, like I have everything on either side. I make a space for my paper. Um, and then I have my plans chest. I have absolutely loads of books. I have the books piled up. Um, everything is neat and tidy and in its place. Um, and then it gets all messy. But yeah, it's a very, all as I need is to be able to sit at this table. Do you find it difficult to get to that point? Or is that something that you come straight from your natural environs and to, to try and represent that um, in your in your artwork? Is that something that you do quite quickly? Or is it a space that you have to get into? Or how is that process for you? Um, it depends. It depends um, because I would say... It's a place I always wanted. I'm always wanting to get into the studio and get it. If I have something on in a day, like I go into schools as well and I do some, I work, I do, I'm a tap artist and a blast artist with schools. Um, and that's fantastic. But my energy is got, if I'm going into them, even if it's only an hour in the day, that's it, it's kind of breaking up the day. I want a full day in studio. Today mm-hmm. I had pretty much a full day in studio. I love it. I don't want to say the word meditative, but it's the only word that I can kind of uh, describe. Um, you know, the work that I do sometimes is quite meditative. Mm-hmm. So I don't want it to be disturbed. Um, and I think that to connect to my own creativity and to, you know, just to come across, you know, to, to to really be present with myself when I'm doing it. Yeah, I try to just have a, a really clear day where there's nothing that's going to be disrupting the day. But the realistic part of this is that I'm also, I look after my dad. So he's not too far from me. Um, uh, it's funny how life goes now. I fit my studio in when I can. It could be too, it, you know, even late at night, I come in here because anytime it's quiet, and I wear my, um, I wear earplugs as well. Sometimes that's another thing. Do you know, depends on what I'm working on. If I like I'm working today on I went back to my old series, which um, I, I really love doing the Quidditas of Arbor. So I know what I'm doing with them. So I don't have to, this. It depends on if I have to think or concentrate on something else. But they're, they're what I call meditative drawings. And um, I stick on my earphones um, and I might listen to. I've actually listened to a book about meditation, actually, <laughs> when I was doing them today. But if I was to listen to music when I'm doing them, um, I would listen to um, Leonard Cohen, um, Arvo Part, uh, oh my goodness, anybody who I, you know, and it's funny, I choose musicians as well who would, what I would call the absolute masters of space, you know. <laughs> They know how to use it in music. I love space and music. And I suppose that is something that I love with drawing is the idea of just having space. Yeah. And throughout throughout this conversation already, uh, Carl, you have mentioned 
the use of space, the presentation of space, the idea of space, you being in different spaces. It's been something that has been a, cons a consistent, but it's brilliant because that, that clearly is the essence of what it is that you are as a being and what you are as a creator as well. But at what point did that become a massive entity of your work, a massive part of your work? I made a decision actually to change from, I was making 3D work, kind of making installations. Um, I was using moss, I was using gorse. I was, you know, collecting stuff that I'd find outside um, and constructing it, you know, making installations with it. Um, and I suppose, well, I suppose it was after I made the moss installation that um, I had done so much research on moss and really, really learned about the value and, you know, that <laughs> it takes so long to grow and it's, um, it, it holds so much um, life in it. Um, so I just thought, God, you know, I, I don't want to be making um, art <laughs> about how wonderful something is by ripping it, you know, by taking it away from where it lives, you know, um, kind of felt a bit guilty for doing that. But um, but, you know, I learned um, and then I decided I was so I made a decision then like that um, I would I would move away and start doing the drawings. I've always okay. loved drawing, but I was never I was kind of shy actually to put my drawings out there. I, I had them in my sketchbook and I remember in college, uh, I mean, lots of my colleagues in college would often look through my sketchbooks and just be like, oh, your drawings are you, they're really kind of, you know, they're beautiful, they're unique, they're, you know, uh, yeah, and then the drawings for me were something that had to be hidden away in sketchbook, I didn't want anybody to see them, um, then I had the most amazing, sure, I had Megan Hustis in Crawford was my life drawing teacher, um, and I really have to say, like, that, that was a huge moment in my I suppose in college life anyway and I never looked back um she, uh, she was a wonderful teacher and uh, also did work with her sister Cassie um yeah it was amazing and just I mean drawing to me now is just it, it, there's so much in it for me uh personally and for also for my artworks and you can it's just such a language and I haven't even scraped you know and I think I hold back I, I that's the only thing I'll say about is that I, I think that I feel like I'm quite restrictive at the moment and at the moment in studio as well I feel like um, you could expect to see anything coming out of me in the near future because um, I'm kind of letting go of those restrictions and I'm kind of saying to hell with it and mm. you know let's do this like what who you know who's making the rules <laughs> you know and to just go for it but um yeah I it's it's a very organic thing and it takes a long time I think for ideas to kind of come out and 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 then also to make the connections so I suppose I just turn up every day and, and, and I do what I I feel like you know I mean at one stage I wasn't even going near color I was just doing pencil drawings and using dark mm. or not even charcoal I was using ink or whatever um and now I'm kind of getting into color and I don't use when I use color I use pure color uh, you know I, I draw with watercolor paints I'm not a painter 
um, I draw with them. Um, I make marks, you know. I'm not yeah. a painter. Not a painter today, but that might change. <laughs> you know, I would, that's my whole thing now is like, you know, never say never. But never for now, never. yeah, but for now, like I, I do, I use, like it's, like it's close to, I suppose like I had um, coloring, I bought uh, watercolor pencils, which are very kind of, uh, remind me of being in school when I was a kid. Um, and I love using them, but I don't mix anything. I'm not trying to copy a landscape ever, you see. I'm never trying to copy yeah. a landscape. I'm not a landscape artist. Um, it, the colors, they come from, I suppose they're intuitive. It's something I feel and I just go, okay, I'm going to go with this color. Or, you know, nature-based, you know, that they would be some sort of a natural, but I can't say, I'm saying that now and the, the swim ones were not, you know, they were more to do, lots of colors came out of the swim series. Which so, is yeah. amazing because obviously, as you said before, that's coming from the interaction that you had, the feeling that you had, and the difference of that from almost the the anxiety of going into the, to the sea at the first moment to mm. the the relief and the the power empowerment that you got from when you left the mm. sea. Um, I suppose that's that is always going to be a multitude of coloring or multitude of feeling that you get from when you leave that that environment to to um, put that on paper is never going to be the oh the sea is blue or the sky is blue or or the sand is yellow you know it's always going yeah. to be something that you experience um so uh, we've spoken quite a bit um just about about your work and how you work and where your influences come and your experiences and i suppose the next point um really to ask you is where are you going next what is what's <laughs> next for Cara? What, what do you want to do next or what's on the table at the moment? What sort of work are you making at the moment? What, what's your aim? Okay, so, well, um, I have applied to an open call. Um, I'm, you know, I'm doing that. I make, I, you know, I, oh. I look out for all the open calls. Uh, they take a lot of work. <laughs> so um, I'm waiting to hear back from one of them. But with the open calls, I'm constantly working. So I have a series of drawings, like the Quidditas is a series um, of drawings that I'm working on, the swim. And then I have, there's more to come from um, the, the swim ones as well. So I'm just working away on them. I know what I'm doing. I have them there. And then I'm just looking out for the open calls. Um, but my main focus is just make the work. And... Okay. You know, and I, I usually do have some open call that I've sent off a proposal to, um, but I suppose I am prioritizing the making of the work, and I'm trusting that one day they will, they will, they, I'll, you know, get them up there, and uh, yeah, it's, it'll be, it's, a, it's, it's great, but I don't, uh, I'm enjoying making the work. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's great that I can do that. Um, if I get the, uh, you know. I had um, work in Galway, um, when was it, last June, so that was lovely, it was really nice to to be in a show and, you know, just go up there, it was a gorgeous evening up in Galway, um, that was, it was, it was just great, like, and then you just remember how, like, it's, it's so, it's so great to just see your work out there, like, that's what I'm making it for, it's, you know, it's, it's for mm -hmm. people to enjoy and, 
to 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 see it and to have it opens up conversations as well um you know this it's great so, is there a key point of conversation that you want to make in the work that you're presenting is there a key thing that you want to discuss i would say that the i suppose that the biggest thing in my work is nature yeah. and just you know and again to remind us we are nature <laughs> um to mind ourselves mind our planet connect with nature and just be more in nature um you know to find that space i'll say it again but just returning to that space in us um and out of that then we would I'd branch off into uh the the swim ones actually are they're places i go to rest and i think we all need a rest <laughs> you know i think things are we're, we're living such a, oh it's such a fast paced world and like you know we're all part of it it's not like you know, there's no blame here on yeah, corporations yeah. like we love them um you know buying online like when's it getting here <laughs> you know we get caught up in everything you know you know but um yeah it's just to stop uh and get you know when like i think in covid when we all stopped we were forced to stop and um, I enjoyed it. It's kind of like fit it's it fitted into my life. Um, but even like the environment when all the cars, everything came to a halt. You know, people people suddenly were like, oh my god, the birds, I can hear the birds. Everybody took uh, notice of nature and especially within the, their own um neighborhoods, um, just walking around. Now that I would that's where I come from all the time. Like that's that's where I get my art from is appreciating everything literally on my doorstep and in nature um yeah. but it was amazing i mean obviously it was a really tough time as well for people but just to be forced to stop and take you know and just and yes. we, we we couldn't even we wanted to be busy people wanted to be busy you know do you you know i'm i i would say that i'm quite good um actually at resting <laughs> i think you Maybe, know i, I think seriously i take it very seriously and i go down and when i go to when i go to a place like the beach i wouldn't take out my phone or my camera until i was leaving you know i would make sure i just sat there and just it was very i'd be itching to take out my phone but oh my god that'd be a great shot and i wouldn't and i just sit there until it passes and then i just sit there because what i'm trying to get is what you know just waiting for something like to what am I noticing here what's happening or just just to be yeah. there you know so yeah being present being present in the space yes <laughs> uh, and then you create those spaces for us to live forever um through your artwork and I think we all appreciate them because they look amazing and uh you do you do get that essence in the work and I think mm. it's very very clear um we are very um, happy to have you speak about your work and about your practice here and I think um, you've given us a really cool insight into um, all the world of Carl Healy and to see to see where your work is going and see where it came from and I think that it will encourage a lot of people to go and check out your work hopefully it will anyway um, and see more and um, we, we can't wait to see what else you're creating and 
throughout the next coming weeks, we will be releasing lots of new works by Carol on our uh, New Collective website at newcollective.com. And you can have a look at them and maybe even buy one or two of them. Um, and of course, support our professional artist here. Um, and of course, uh, you can share all of this with your friends and family across our uh, social channels and uh, and yours, of course, as well in your in in their networks. Um, so, Carol, before we leave you, have yes. you a final point that you need to make? Uh, my final point, yeah, and think uh, just tell everybody to you know stop, stop, <laughs> take yeah. a rest. I think I think you're right. I think you're right. I think what was great about as you said. What was great about COVID, it made us realize what things were important in our lives because yeah. we had an opportunity to stop and think about um, think about what is important to us and to understand that we need to stop and we need to rest. Um, mm -hmm. And it, that it, that is it is a very um, important I mean, it, thing it, to do. It's not a passive rest. It's, you know, take the rest so that you can yes. come back fighting, <laughs> you know, Absol absolutely. Absolutely, you know? absolutely, 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 yeah. yeah. And I, I would say that most people are more and more productive when they do take on board um, a little time to recuperate and to get themselves back into into fighting form again. And uh, I think we should take take that advice from you, Carol. And I'm going to take that advice um, later and have a nice cup of tea and a bit yeah. of cake and just think about absolutely nothing and you know what that's absolutely perfect yeah. uh, but thank you Carol for taking the time this evening to, uh, to talk about yourself and talk about your work and we want to celebrate you and we want to celebrate you as an artist and that's why you are a feature artist on Newer Collective this month and so do check out her work www.newercollective.com and check it out on Instagram LinkedIn Twitter facebook the lot just follow us share it and um let us know what you think too do give us some feedback if you'd like to and go and buy something too why not your house needs a carl keely piece in it so <laughs> buy one uh, exactly so thank you so much and we will speak very very soon uh, stay safe and stay creative